What's up, guys? It's your boy Scheme back in the building to let you know that we are finally on YouTube. Yes, we are on the tube. We're going to be creating a lot of video content and releasing it shortly. So please remember the handle, real simple, at Ishan Skeen, or in the search, look for Talking at Ishan Skeen, and we'll pop up. Once you see that red microphone, you know what to do. Like, follow, and of course, subscribe. So look out for us, YouTube. We're in the building. Take care, guys. Peace. Welcome back to another episode of Talking at Ishan Scheme Podcast. We are back in the safe space we call Treetop Studios. Back in the building. It's nice and cool in here, even though it's a beautiful day outside. But we are in here recording. No, at- no complaints about heat today? Not in the house? I can't see from here to there, so I can't see what the temperature is. It says 81, but it does not feel like 81. It says 81? It does. Yo, you need a new battery or something. I need a whole new, what do they call it? Yeah, so I walked in the building. <laughs> <laughs> so I see each takes in a stripper pole. It's not a stripper pole, it's a barbell. And then she out here drinking muscle milk. It's getting really uh, Magic Mike in here, female version. <laughs> Then she brought out the mix, you know, to turn the candles on. I'm hungry. I need the milk. I got you. It's going to hold you down. It's going to hold you down. So, yeah, guys, we're back in the building. We're comfortable. We're we're ready to rock and roll. Are you comfortable? Yeah. Love it. I am. Even though the body's sore from the training that we're doing to to do this uh, 5K, but uh, we're ready to go. Yes, sir. So hit them with the topic. Today, we are talking about outgrowing friendships relationships, people around you, whatever. Um, I think, you know, as I get older and I know, again, I'm going to say this time and time again, we've mentioned this in previous podcasts, um, but I feel like as I get older, I'm realizing that I'm outgrowing people. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be a negative connotation. <laughs> Here he fucking goes. We I'm just, just started. Really like, I'm just really like you got headphones on. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh my god. All right, well. I'm thinking to myself as if she's getting deep in thought. I'm like, I was what? rushing home from the gym. All right, shout out to the gym since she's still focused. But I'm like, what? whatever. Why did she tell me that before we started? Just, you know what? I just like, right now you're in deep thought. And I looked and I'm like, why she got headphones on? Mic check, mic check. Okay, I should have so let, let you rock the whole episode with her. Now I feel like. My head is lighter. (laughs) Good. Back back to your point. Okay, back to the topic, outgrowing friendships, relationships. Um, I feel like as I get older, I am outgrowing people. And like I said, it doesn't have to be, you know, a negative connotation. Um, Sometimes it's positive things. You know, you're both doing good things for yourself, but you're headed in different directions. And I see that, you know, between me and the people around me. Um, I don't know if you've felt that or had that experience, Oscar, but... I think that's really a significant thing in my life right now. You know what it is too? <clears throat> As you grow up, you have more experiences, more memories, this, that. So it starts to stack up, right? But mm-hmm. if you remember when you were little, there was no memories. There was no what we would call trauma. There is no history. Therefore, you're using your imagination now. Right? Mm-hmm. When you're a little kid, everything is imagination. You grab two dogs and you, you make a whole story. Like, mm-hmm. I used to do that all the time. So when you think of your childhood, you don't think of 
you know, baggage or anything like that that somebody might bring, envy or anything like that. Even though when you see kids interacting, you see some of them being mean, some of them being polite mm-hmm. and all that, but they have no history. Yeah. So a lot of the times they use their imagination. And as we get older, we go through experiences and those kind of play the part of who comes in your life and who doesn't, who stays for a period of time in your life, maybe, maybe a decade, and then they go That's away. That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, thinking of like my friends, I mean, you go through stages. So when I was a kid, maybe until like the age of 10, I had these kids who lived in the building and they would all come down and we would go to the park, action park, baseball, all these activities. Mm-hmm. And that's before, you know, the pressures of life. And when you think of your childhood, that's what you think of, right? Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh my God, those friends were forever. Like they were so cool and they were. Mm-hmm. But I, can, I can't tell you where they're at nowadays. Yeah, and I feel like that's, you know, that's another thing like, when you're in the moment, you're enjoying your time with these people, but it's an in-the-moment experience, um, you know, whether you're just starting high school or you're starting a new sport and it's a specific group of people and you're like, oh, we're going to be friends forever. That's not always the case. And I feel like that also has a huge effect on, you know, your, I guess, quote-unquote attachment. You know, let's say you're playing sports with somebody for five years and like oh we've been best friends for this long and then suddenly you know you're both going to let's say different colleges and mm-hmm. you outgrow each other you're going for different something you know a different major or you start making new friends and you make a new best friend and you never really realize that oh this person's not going to be in my life forever yeah. but they were your best friend for five years and it's kind of hard to it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes it is and sometimes it just comes with a finality, mm-hmm. right? So I remember my man James, um, he graduated high school, so went to the same college, and all of a sudden, it was like we had, like our first semester was all right. We we had classes together and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then one day, we just sat down and looked at each other, and it was, it was crazy. We looked at each other, and it's like, dude, if we're going to graduate, we just can't have the same classes anymore like we have to break away yeah and it was just a mutual respect and understanding Mm -hmm. then he went left i went right and then i never saw him again until maybe i'm gonna say 15 years after like we graduated Mm -hmm. and then we talked about it and it was just like when we got together it was just right back to where we were and it was Mm -hmm. just an amazing experience but sometimes you have that final Mm -hmm. like me and james did and other times it's it's like when i think about if I knew the last time I was going to pick up my daughter and hold her in my arms, mm-hmm. I, I wish somebody would have told me, dude, this is going to be the last time. Because yeah. you never get told this is the last time. It's just one day you pick them up for the last time, you put them down, you never pick them up again. Mm-hmm. And now just to oh. think about me picking up my middle one, I'm like, my back is going to give out. I'm going to fall. That kind of makes me emotional. It does. Because you you never... I have like, you're jerking my tears right now. <laughs> <laughs> but remember your, when you're little, right? All your friends that you had. If somebody would have came and said, guys, today is the last day that you all play together. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's powerful. You're literally jerking my tears. I'm sorry. <laughs> but normally, yeah, that, that's what it is. Nobody tells you this is the last time you're all mm-hmm. going to be together and then you split. Mm-hmm. That's why like when you see movies that have childhood friends and 
all of a sudden in some movies you'll see them playing on the sound sand lot yeah and they go one by one and they'll say aisha you know you know graduated from this xyz and now she's doing this mm -hmm. oscar blah, 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 boom you know what i mean but yeah. it was that one last time that we played together and then all of a sudden, boom. i i hate that you said that because i feel like oh and i know you've gotten emotional on yeah. <laughs> on this podcast before but that's yeah. me right now yeah. i um you know, when I think back to like childhood and stuff like that, I get super emotional because I think of, you know, my cousins and people that I grew up around at that point in time Ish. who we've a thousand percent outgrown each other mm -hmm. in different ways. You know, um, we all went our own ways. Life is busy. It's not like it's intentional. I don't want to talk to them anymore. I don't want to see them anymore. It's you know, life and yeah, we just we got different things going on. Um, we grew up into different people and that's OK. And today, like, for example, I was talking to my cousin and she shared a song with me. Her wedding's coming up uh, this year. Okay. Later on in the year, she shared a song with me and I was listening to it. I'm like, oh, man, like this sounds familiar. She told me that, you know, it was remade by that artist. And I told her, I'm like, wow, like this is making me emotional. It's making me sad. And, you know, it's just like listening to Arabic music mm -hmm. always takes me back to when I was living in my country and, you know, growing up out there. Or even like makes me think of how every weekend me and my cousins used to get together at my grandparents' house. And it was always like, you know, yeah. tight knit and stuff. But as we got older, the drama came along. This one doesn't like that one. This one's pissed at that one. And it's going on for years. It's just, you know, dumb shit. And then along with the life getting busy and everyone growing up to be a different person. So... Shit like that, like listening to, to Arabic music, even because like most Arabic music is like love music, but it takes me back to a specific point in time in my life, you know? So I think because it does that, um, all these memories just start like flowing through my mind and I'm like, wow, like how bad I wish we can go back to that point in time, even though, you know, we're grown and I know the type of people that we are now, you know, myself and all my other cousins, like, I still wish that we can go back to that point in time because of who we were then, how close we were then. It's just, you know, you want to relive it and you want to feel that feeling again with them. Right. You know, so it's like, like you said, you don't know when that last time is that you're going to hug somebody or the last time you're going to play a game with somebody or go to dinner with somebody. Yeah. Like, you know, hypothetically, like this could be our last podcast. Maybe we have a fallout over the weekend and... You know, just saying, as an yeah, example. She, she's going on vacation, and you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to come back, don't you know, know how to act. Yeah, you know what I mean? Bougie. No, but like, seriously, you know, you don't know when the last thing with somebody's going to be, and not necessarily going down the path of losing somebody, you know, like... Life. Life-wise, right. but mm -hmm. just outgrowing each other. It's a scary thought, because in a sense, I feel like, and I know I'm going on a rant, sorry. Mm -hmm. That's right. But I feel like... This is something I'm super passionate about and I can almost compare the loss of or outgrowing somebody to the loss of a life. Yep, you could. You could to a certain degree you could, but you also got to remember from the time that you were a kid, mm -hmm. right? And and wanting to have those moments relive them again, mm -hmm. you won't be able to obviously because you can't go back in time. Yeah. But those people now have experienced as they're growing up different Mm -hmm. different issues that make them who they are now that won't be the same kid yeah. that they were then. So 
That's also a you good know, point. You know what's funny? I remember I had a conversation with somebody and somebody said, this was years ago, and they said, yo, Skane, uh, at that time it wasn't even Skane, it was Oscar. Just Oscar, and maybe another nickname there. Just Oscar? Yeah, just Oscar. <laughs> um, it was like, hey man, you're awesome. You'll never change. Think about that, mm -hmm. never change. If I was the same guy that that person told never change, then I can't go through those experiences of life that made me who I am, mm -hmm. the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? So now I'm here, and that's one of the worst things you could tell somebody to not don't change. Mm -hmm. You have to change. You do. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad, but you have to change. You have to evolve. Yep. And sometimes you evolve. It's not that the other person didn't evolve um, in a better way or a negative way, whatever, whatever um, telescope you want to use, right? A microscope, yeah. I guess. Um, but they just change, and you flourish into somebody new, right? So if that person loves baseball, but you love the arts, it's not going to be that connection anymore because they're mm -hmm. going this way and you're going that way. Yeah. But then you got to be open to new experiences, new people. You know, um, I'm trying not to say, um, I've been practicing for so long <laughs> to pause and not be like, mm. so it's still, it's a work in, pro in progress. But yeah, people just grow. Unfortunately, you go this way, I go that way. And you have those memories. You have those memories. And sometimes good memories, yeah, you can go back to them. But obviously, it's just nostalgia, right? You, you, you think about it, you'd be like, oh, those were good times. Those were the best. Carefree. And then you just move on. Yeah, but sometimes, man, nostalgia could be emotionally crippling. It could be. If you if you drive looking at the rearview mirror, you're, going, you're bound to hit something, right? Mm -hmm. So you can't. You just look at it and be like, all right, Oh, cool. I like that. Right? You look yeah. at it, cool, but... The glass in front is huge. That's a good for one. A reason, right? Mm -hmm. So some of those friends that that live in my memory banks, where we used to play in the basement, we had this huge basement, outdoor and indoor. In in the winter, they would go in inside, and in the summertime, we would be outside and we'd play stickball, soccer, all kinds of games out there. And all the neighborhood kids used to come down to the basement and just rock out. Mm -hmm. And those are great memories. I can't tell you where they are now in life. Probably my mom knows, but those memories live in my in my heart and i just be like damn man that was fucking awesome as a kid mm -hmm. you know what i mean and, and then you just grow up and experiences and other things come into play being good bad and they just shape you into the person that you are the person you think and the company you keep mm -hmm. it's wild i feel like you know at one point in my life i was terrified of death but I was also terrified of change. And as I got older, I realized, you know, you can't be afraid of death because it's inevitable. And you have to change because if you're not changing, you're not growing. Um, so, you know, these two realizations made me more comfortable with the circumstances when they do occur. Um, you know, if you lose somebody, this is life, unfortunately. And when change needs to happen, it needs to happen. And you really just need to own it. Um, I think, you know, even today, there are certain situations where I'm afraid of making changes because of complacency. Right. And, you know, just the thought of losing an individual or changing a certain situation in my life is terrifying for that simple reason. Complacency is a difficult thing to get past. And I know that, you know, it's a mental bump in the road um, that you got to get past. 
but I do also understand that it can be a major struggle because I've experienced it myself. Um, I think I just said, um, it's okay. <laughs> it's a we're practicing. We're getting better. Yeah. I'm you, I'd, I'd be talking to myself. I'd be talking in the car, trying not to say the word. Um, and now I'm conscious of it because you said it. <laughs> just I'm learning how to pause. So like, you're not going to hear a lot of, I'm just going to pause. But oh. back to, back to change. Yeah. So change can happen by you making the change or change can just come out of nowhere. And where smack they, you in the face. Where they force you to mm -hmm. make this move because you're complacent yep. not to make the move. And that's life, right? Um, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so change, people don't like change. Think about your company or whatever job you do out there. Mm -hmm. If they change something, a format or something, there's those people that automatically say, I can't do this. I'm used to doing it the old way. If you're used to doing it the old way, so then pick up a rotary phone, write a, write a card, send it in the mail. That's the old way. You don't do that anymore. You text, you send an email. So imagine we would just, all those people ran the world. We would still be doing some shit that we did 30 years ago. Yep. But we don't. You have to change good, bad, or indifferent. You have to change. Mm -hmm. So if you look around your apartment, eventually you're going to change the color. You're going to change the drapes. You're going to change your drawers. Basically, mm -hmm. some people just don't like change. They fear change. They are comfortable in that same spot that they're in. Yeah. And then sometimes that spot becomes unavailable because they're kicking you out or moving on from you or whatever the case is. So if you're still stuck with the same circle of friends, then there's going to be one or two. Don't get me wrong. Cause somebody's probably like, well, I have my best friends in this kindergarten. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And that's a dime a dozen. That might be a soulmate. I mean, I got my best friend since what, freshman or sophomore year of high school. It's been like 16 years, but you know, I see differences in both her and I, as we get older, shorty, if you're listening, you know, I'm talking about you. Um, <laughs> Shade. even no, even no. like seriously, like recently, you know, we went out and she was pressed for me to drink. I didn't want to drink no alcohol. You know, I'm vibing. I'm singing. I'm chilling. I'm having a great time without it. And um, I think, you know, wow, speak of the devil. She just texted me. Damn. She sensed me. Mm. <laughs> Drinking time. <laughs> so I feel like in that aspect, you know, and I understand, you know, sh maybe she wants me to drink to quote unquote have a good time, but I'm having a good time without it. And for me at this point in my life, I'm okay like that. You know, I don't, it's not like I want to go somewhere and be like, oh, every single time I want to drink and get trashed. You know what? Let me, let me stop you right there. Cause I love the point that you said about drinking. Uh -huh. And I'm not talking about your friend. I'm just talking about in general. I got a runny nose cause you made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see a tear. What you cry from the inside? Yeah. You didn't see my tears? No. Adding up? No. Oh, I got a runny nose. <laughs> but no, the fact that you said drinking. So just think about that, right? Drinking. I don't drink. Mm -hmm. Once in a blue moon, I'll take something out of respect for the occasion or whatever it is. I'm not a drinker. You give me two drinks, a nice two drinks, and I'm already spinning. I'm real soft. But anyway, that being said, but if you go out with a friend and that friend says, hey, you're not drinking? Why, not, why, why aren't you drinking? Why do I have to drink? Mm -hmm. Is it because you need it in the history of your life that you need that drink yeah. to unwind and settle? That's a good point. Like, I don't need that. Yeah. So for me to unwind and settle, 
quiet space, good movie, good conversation. I'm good. Just chilling. If I can't hang with you without you drinking, I'm sorry, do I really need you in my life? Because we're not on the same page. That's, that's what I'm saying. And that's why I wanted to use right. that example. Because And I'm not talking about your friend. I'm just talking to no, general. No, no, but I understand. Yeah, right? yeah, I understand. But so, that's the thing. Like, you know, even even a situation with my best friend, like, I I don't care for it all the time. I, you know, I don't know. I'm just, like, tired of it. I don't want to feel like that. I can have a good time without drinking. And I feel like it's situations like that where I sit back and I'm like, damn, like, Sometimes I don't even want to be in that space because I don't like feeling that pressure. It's a little annoying sometimes. Think, about, think yeah. about that, right? You're supposed mm -hmm. to be with your friends. You're supposed to feel safe with your friends. Yeah, You're exactly. supposed to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And now you feel pressured. And you know what? We're going to talk about that in the second half because I wrote down eight people or Ooh. eight type of things that you should surround yourself with when it comes to friendships. And relationships, but we're gonna stay with friendships because you can combine yeah. both. But I want to hear about this now. I'm no, interested. It's, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Okay. But that being said, is just think about that. If you're going out with a friend mm -hmm. or friends, and there's that one person that always has too many, like the minute I show up and I know that person is there, yeah, no, fifteen minutes, really, and I'm out. I'm quick. And like uh -huh. my friend, like the people that go out and like I said, Ish, I don't really go out, mm -hmm. but the, or I can get somewhere and I'm always chilling, looking around, having a good time. The minute I see some shenanigans going on, mm -hmm. I'm out Yeah, real quick. And I'm not the, yo, chill, hold on one more. Mm -hmm. You can do one more. I'm going home. Yeah. That's why I like to drive by myself, get there by mm -hmm. myself so I can leave by myself, Yeah, you know? And I feel like even, you know, myself, I, I've done that before. Like if we're partying and we're drinking and shit, I'm like, oh, take a shot, take a shot. Like, but now I feel like I'm at a point where I'm on the opposing end in a sense, you know? You and I don't know that anyone, when I've, you know, said, oh, take a shot. I don't know that anyone's felt like, oh, I don't want to do that because no one's ever really, you know, pushed back. Right. Um, but on the opposing end now. Because you know what? It's 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 pressure, right? It's it is. pressure. Yeah. If you say no, they're going, oh, he lame or she lame. Exactly. Right? That's, which, so, yeah, like like with my friend, she's like, oh, stop being boring. Right. And I'm like, it's not being boring. Like, I'm enjoying myself. Right. So why so, does that matter? So like if, if when we were young in the, tw when I was in my 20s, mm -hmm. yeah, nobody cared because everybody's just, yo, I don't want to be, yo, I'm not the lame-o. Yeah, give me a shot or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you might take the shot now. I've done, <laughs> Ish, I've done this. I'll take the shot because I know you're not gonna stop. Mm -hmm. So I'll take the shot. I kind of look behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that a couple of times. There you go. Uh -huh. So now, all right, you wanted me to take a shot. All right, you wasted whatever money you're gonna pay for that. Mm -hmm. I satisfied you because I told you I'm only gonna take one and I throw it over my shoulder, and that's mm -hmm. it. Yeah, like I don't have to drink. So. Apply that to any other friend, not drinking, just any other circumstance that you yeah. might feel uncomfortable. Do you really need that person in your life or is time to turn the page yeah. on that? It could literally be anything. And again, that was just using it yep. as an example, but like... I'm not trying to break up friendships here, by the way. <laughs> Yo, don't, don't kill me, whoever you are. Chill, somebody knocking. <laughs> nah, I love my friends, but you know, sometimes it's just OD and you really don't want to be put in that situation where you don't want to feel like that. So just... Don't pressure people because it's corny. That's right. corny behavior to me. So let me ask you a question. Talk to me. In a friendship, right? Mm -hmm. What are you looking for in a, in in a, in a true friendship? What are you looking for? 
in a true friendship, I think, you know, even as much as a relationship, I want someone, and I'm not going to say someone that equates to me, because you can't expect the same out of people as what you do or put out there for them. Um, but I think, you know, in addition to the, the peer pressure and how aggravating that could be, I think growing older, I realized that sometimes I'm over the top. I can do the most unintentionally, but because it comes from my heart. Um, you know, I'll be somewhere and I'll literally fight to pay for the bill every single time. And then, you know, growing up, I'll look at my bank account like, damn, I fucked up. I shouldn't have done that because now look at me. Bowling. But I want to pay for it. When bowling goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, as I got older now, Listen. I'm like, nah, I can't be like that. You owe me money, give me my money back. Cash out, baby. I want out of a friendship. Yo, we bought microphones. And she was like, gave me the money like in two minutes. I was like, damn, I go. I don't want to die my- knowing I owe anybody nah. money. But listen, the, the reason why I ask friendship, right? I, friendships, obviously, you want to have... Um, and, and, and I want re- loyalty. Right. But that and all respect. comes in respect. And, and Same as a regular relationship. And somebody who has honor, right? Yeah. And somebody who has their head screwed on right. Because if you're all fucked up, running around, doing the wrong things at your grown age, I don't need that energy in my life. I don't need negative influence in my life, you know? So like in friendships and in relationships, but we're going to stick to friendship here. So in friendship, we're basically looking for love as well, right? But in a there, sense. In a sense. But yeah. there are some people that don't, like friendships can mean something different to them. So in some cases, we could be looking for love, but... Some people could be looking for friendships in a sense of, oh, if I call this person out, they're going to come through for me. And that's it. Right. So here's it, right? So you might be looking for love. But they can be looking for attention. Or that. Right? You can be looking for love, or they can be looking for validation. Mm-hmm. Or that you can be looking for love and, fl- and the friendship, and all they're seeking is compliments. Talk to me. You know? So you got to watch your friends, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Sorry, right? I keep no. knee bumping you. Yeah, you dirty too. It's <laughs> fucked up, Oscar. I'm messing up. <laughs> Do I stink? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know I showered. <laughs> I didn't I, shower. I, ran I came from the gym. And the whole nine yards. But <laughs> she putting in work, guys. So I'm loving it. Trying. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. But no, basically, are that's things that you're looking for. So look, look for your friends. Kind of check your friends. Make a list. Mm-hmm. And then your body, your gut feeling tells you the friend that you want to be with and the friend that you don't want to be around with. So like in me, my friends, like I have none. I have my best friend, but mm-hmm. I don't see her. I see her maybe once a year. And that's okay. And that's okay. I Ain't mean, nothing wrong we, with that. At least you know you got real around right? you. We got we chat up all the time, memes all the time. And like I told you, like my boy out in Detroit, I haven't seen him in like, wow, 15 plus years. But shout out to Gene. <laughs> um, but yeah, we send each other memes like OD. And that's the way we stay connected, have fun and stuff like that. Because I know if we ever reconnect again, um, it will just happen magically. Just mm-hmm. the friendship continues. And that goes to show you how real that friendship is. Right. It's not awkward. You just ease into it. Indeed. Indeed. So we're going to take a little commercial break. Isha's going to freshen up. <laughs> She's going to finish the muscle milk. I think my breath smells like milk now because of this shit. <laughs> Do you smell it? No. I mean, she rocking headphones. She, 
<laughs> she had tears internally, not externally. I closed all my rings today. <laughs> I'm geeked. <laughs> she hyped up on this. Uh, no, shirt. not for nothing, because you and my cousin are really kicking my ass, and I'm scared of next week's challenge. Well, you challenge the, you know what I'm saying? When you poke the bear, I'm going to. I'm going to turn into cocaine bear out here. Oh, no, God. I mean. But yeah, we'll be back after this short commercial break. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's your boy Skane here, back to let you know and remind you that my co-host Aisha has an amazing poetry book called Treetop Echoes. It is available now on Amazon as well as Barnes and Nobles. So if you're in the market for a new book, please pick it up. You will not be disappointed in this amazing poetry book. So the name of the book, once again, Treetop Echoes, available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Get your copy today. Welcome back from that commercial break. Hopefully you enjoyed our sponsors. Shout out to Isha. <clears throat> Sorry, she, Oscar. She went to refill my water and just <laughs> notes are all messed up and smudgy. I got to get out of here, guys. This is getting violent in here. <laughs> Sorry. See how people change quick? That's what happens when I need food. I start acting crazy. Yeah, she's getting, what is it, hangry? Mm -hmm. right. So here's a fun fact. Okay. Research showed... Oh, research. Research. Like you know, it. I got to do research and, and come across people that have done the research so I could just piggyback off their stuff. But then I kind of look into it too. But it is said that in order to know someone, truly know someone, you have to spend minimum 120 hours with them. Why so specific? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you researched. I don't know. It was just weird. Because I guess it's just, it gives you a good frame of time frame to sort of experience different things with them and not just the same. 120 same hours, you said? 120 hours. So think about it. We've done how many episodes? This is our 13th. No, this is our 14th. 14th. Wow. So they're about an hour long. So by the time we set up, whatever, that's about, let's say, set up the whole nine yards, conversations that we usually have. Let's say 30 hours. We've done this for 30 hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning new stuff about you. You constantly. literally just said that too. Right? Yeah. So by the time we get to hour 120, mm -hmm. then you can decide and be like, damn, I like this friendship. Or no, I don't like this friendship. So you don't know if you like this right now? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, just to give you some idea. I mean, the violence that's happening right now, throwing water at me. That was unintentional. <laughs> Wearing headphones. <laughs> Trying to tune you out and shit. Basically. <laughs> But no, I thought I thought that was an interesting study. Like a, you have to, so just going back to relationships, even though we're talking about friendships. So imagine like when you spend time with someone mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, you know, obviously let's say we both work, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden we can spend, let's say out of that whole week, maybe when it, you want to see me all the time. I want to see you all the time and it's a rush, right? Mm -hmm. But do we really get to 120 hours before we decide, yeah, I want to do this relationship? Most likely not. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Right. You're talking about this, and I'm absolutely obsessed with this show called... Um, the Kardashians. The called? Married at First Sight. The no. <laughs> no. Married at First Sight. The Kardashians. Listen, I'm about to hit you in the head with this bottle. 
<laughs> Married the, at first sight is crazy. The children Listen. of the Kardashians. <laughs> That's what y'all gonna be watching. The children's too. The Kardashians are grandparents now. And you guys will be like, You're oh. having too much fun with this Kardashian thing. <sighs> Married yeah. at first sight. Married at first sight. You meet your spouse at the altar, have no idea what they look like, what kind of person they are, and you're willing to go into this um experiment by meeting at the altar and then getting to know them for two months mm. after the two months is up there comes a day quote-unquote called decision day and that's when you decide if you want a divorce or if you want to continue the marriage so it's funny because you're saying it takes you 120 hours to actually get to know somebody but these people are willing to go in blindly and met for all they know it could be some crazy person could be. I mean, you know, they're going to do background checks and all that stuff. But still, it's just. No, the season I'm watching right now, it's an old season. They and do this background bitch checks. Is crazy. She is nuts. But here it is, right? 120 hours. You're going to. Somebody can only hide who they tr truly are mm -hmm. in a small time frame. They cannot keep up the charade or the charade. <laughs> they can't, right? It's like me wearing a mask. If I wear a mask, eventually I want to take that shit off because. I'm sweating, I'm suffocating, or whatever the case is. So you, you that mask comes off eventually. So. I'm spilling muscle milk now. Oh, God. I'm, I got to get out of here, guys. But, yeah, so that was just something I want to uh, bring up. But I had mentioned earlier <laughs> about eight people. No. You said eight people? Yeah, it's pretty much or or uh, traits. Oh, okay. So, or eight types of people. No, it's oh, actually eight okay, types okay. of people that you want in your life. And I'm going to run them real quick and then each you pick what you want to talk about i'm dying to hear this list. all right here we go did i soak it with the water by accident uh no almost okay good <laughs> <laughs> here it is number one cheerleaders number two someone who checks you number three someone that cares for you number four someone with high character number five someone competent in the areas you want to grow Number six, someone that is consistently there. Number seven, someone that champions you. And number eight, someone that challenges you. I think I like... I'll put it over here so you can see. Five and seven. Yeah, someone competent in the areas you want to grow. Like you said before, what do you want in a friendship? I think that's one thing. Okay. Because aside from like a relationship, yeah, you want someone number one who, who cheerleads for you right and you know just gases you and yeah do this you could do that go for it i think in a friendship it's super important because it's kind of like an outsider's view in a sense okay. um and it's also like a combination of a cheerleader but if they understand the areas that you want to grow in they won't lead you down a different path and they'll be okay with those Back to changes with the changes that you need to make necessary for your life in order to grow and excel in the area that you wish see but what, what you kind of explain there which i i like mm -hmm. i think that falls more into someone that champions you right someone who's going to support you yeah not just give you the cookie cutter crap that mm -hmm. you need some real talk once in a while just to make sure that you're focused mm -hmm. on your goal Right? Well, yeah, I think they go hand in hand, yeah, and that's do. why I like number seven. Okay. Um, if you have somebody that's going to champion you, then obviously it's someone that's competent in the areas that you want to grow in, because they're not going to champ you if they're not understanding the direction you're headed in. But someone can champion you that on social media that you 
absolutely don't know. Let me tell you something. Yeah, that's true too. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> For those that don't know, like I do have like this t-shirt business that I haven't really put my effort as I did before. And some of my friends did buy some t-shirts, whatever, cool. But the strangers, absolute strangers, when I'm telling you, absolute strangers, people in the... There was one young lady out in Canada that bought one of the t-shirts mm -hmm. and she posted it. I was like, yo, that's crazy. It's the people that you don't know that will champion you. You're right. A hundred percent. It could be a friend. If you have that friend, God bless you if you have that friend. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of strangers. So that's why, like, for example, if you're doing, I know I posted something, yo, you know, support the support your friends like you do the celebrities you don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys, you guys go die hard for whoever the, the uh, person is that you're cheering for, but your friend does something and now they corn you. But that's a good point because like, okay, for example, us even doing this podcast, I got close friends to me that don't even listen. You know, they're not supportive. Um, even when I dropped my book, I had people that I really don't speak to that were reposting for me, buying a copy. And some people close to me were, you not know. Hot. You're hot now? Yeah. Weren't okay. doing any of that. 81 to 82, 82 degrees. Now. Oh, wow. And okay. um, no, you were good. I no, feel you're like, right. yeah, I feel like that's another learning curve, you know, as you get older. These people show their true colors and show you that they don't need to be in your life. And it's not a, a matter of, oh, you're not posting my shit up or, you know, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. No, because people could be supportive on the low too. Yep. But it's still, you're still showing your true colors, especially if you're not supporting on the low or whatever. And so, they show more like envy instead of. It could be. So that could be an indication just to watch, watch the, watch the people, mm -hmm. watch, watch the people that you surround yourself with. Right. Yeah. Uh, number two, someone who checks you, right. It sounds like, oh, somebody checks you. Like, it could be that. It could be somebody that checks you, mm -hmm. that gives you positive, like, listen, each man, your book was cool, but you need to do that audio book. Could be something like that, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Or you can use it for the negative, and it could be somebody that'd be like, "Yeah, that's alright, man." I'm like, whatever. Mm -hmm. You can use that person as motivation. Like, oh, I like the way you check that right there. All right, cool. I see. I see the vibe you're in. I'm going left, right? It could be something as simple as that. I'm trying to uh, learn how to be more like that because I think this year, like, there were certain situations where I'm like, oh, I don't want to really say this to that person. I don't want to hurt their feelings, or I don't want them to take it the wrong way. And then. Either I just like shut up and keep it to myself or I actually get over that um, bump and I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to say this to them because somebody needs to say it to them and it's going to be me because it's like annoying me right. or like it's driving me crazy. Like, why are you acting like that? Or why do you do that kind of thing? And somebody needs to tell you because if you're not aware of the decisions that you're making or the things that you're doing and nobody's going to tell you, you're never going to learn. Somebody has to bring it to your attention. Right. Number three, someone that cares for you. Mm hmm. You know, that's not, obviously your mom will always care for you no matter what. Well, Those are unconditional. Some, some not all. Not all. Right? If you're fortunate, yeah, cool. But it could be a friend that truly, truly cares for you. The people that check in, it doesn't even have to be a friend either. It could be someone, like I check on her, mm -hmm. right? I'll send a text like, yo, Ish, I don't need a response. I really don't, but she does respond. <laughs> but hey, Ish, just have a great day. Do your thing. I know you had a rough week last week. Do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Always tell her, hey, take time for yourself. Breathe. I appreciate you for and that. That's it. Right. So it could be people like that. Doesn't doesn't mean we 
we don't know each other for 120 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. You think so? I think all the years? With the time, I mean, we don't know each other, but I think we've learned certain We're behaviors. close to 120. Yes, 120 something years, like that. <laughs> 120 years is crazy. No, but <laughs> no, it could, it could be anybody that wants to check on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that you should always have those people. Uh, someone with high character. What does that mean? Somebody that you kind of, doesn't even have to be people you know. It could be people that you see online that um, that you know have values, standards, goals. Not okay. mishy-mosh stuff. I'm not talking about, you all need a guy that, no, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about somebody who's goal-oriented. Somebody who who's focused on their goals and you want to learn from that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I guess that, that would be that type of high character person. I like that. A leader. Mm-hmm. No? I like leaders. Once again, it was someone. Um, I'm a hate. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, be professional here, guy. Pause when you need to, goddammit. Someone with high character. So we kind of touched on that, right? With goals oriented, the whole nine yards. Yep. Mm-hmm. The next one you kind of liked, and that was someone competent in the areas that you want to grow. Mm-hmm. That goes hand in hand with the high character one. Somebody that you kind of look at and want to learn from in order to grow in the, in the profession that you want to grow or the side hustle like this podcast not even that but even emotionally mentally you know there's so many different areas that you can grow in and if somebody is confident in that and understands you know your end goal then that's a positive because if they don't what's going to hinder you especially if you're submissive to other people's ideas right so like for example like myself as soccer coaches i surround myself with people at the professional level that I have no connection with or or interaction with, right? Mm -hmm. But I learn from them. I watch documentaries, so on and so forth. Then I have those coaches that I deal with that I learn from. They have more experience or they can be someone that's young, has different ideologies, and you learn from that as well, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to surround yourself with people who are going to have that uh, influence in you to grow. The next one was what? Someone that is uh, consistently there. Do you understand that one? I do. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I think the way I interpret that is someone who's there for you. Someone who's going to support you. Someone who is going to hold your back up when you need them. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the way I take that. Yeah. It's those people that no matter what, if you're high, high. If you're low, low. There was one... Um, there it goes again. <laughs> I said, mm. oh. um, so yeah, I said it again. <laughs> Just pause. There was a documentary I saw. No, it was an interview. And it was Fat Joe talking about he had flown like 50 of his people to mm-hmm. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. And um, they were all hanging out. And, and a thought popped into his head where he said, you know what? I'm going to tell these people that I'm broke. Mm-hmm. just to see what their reactions would be. Long story short, he announced that he was broke. He couldn't do this anymore. Out of those 50 people, only six stayed with him. Wow. Didn't matter if he was broke or not. Not a surprise. Right? And that's what it is. So consistently there, high, low, in between, those people are there. Always, like you said, have your back. So yeah. that's awesome. And that's the thing. Like You can't always be somebody's backbone. We all need somebody there for us, you know? There's only so much that we can handle as human beings. You, you know, and that's emotionally, physically, mentally, all of that. 
you know don't overwork yourself to please others because it's not worth it at the end of the day you need that support too and you have to be willing and accepting to that i know like for me like in certain situations it took me some time to accept other people to be my support um <clears throat> or do things for me or whatever like i'm i feel like i'm more of a type of person that's like i got it don't worry and whether that's like oh let me get the door for you or you need help with those bags I'm like no no don't worry about it i got it but sometimes it's nice it's nice to accept things like that because you're gonna drain yourself at the end of the day and that's something i feel like that's a good characteristic that we should have giving to each other um not just a one-way street but both ways right and then uh, number seven was uh, someone that champions you and we kind of touched based on on that somebody that um just there like it's it's a higher level of being a cheerleader right because mm -hmm. uh, sometimes a cheerleader can just be like yay 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 but you never hear him che like cheerleaders yeah you never see him cheering when they when they get destroyed <laughs> they're usually on the side sit like, down on the bench like, and then if they start cheering somebody be like yo sit down <laughs> right? so those are cheerleaders Ch people that champion you it doesn't matter if you're down by 20 they're gonna be like yo pick your head up man yo you're still in the game keep learning yep keep working on your craft so mm -hmm. those are the people when we say champion you those are the people that are there it doesn't matter <clears throat> excuse me if it's a t-shirt company that i'm doing if it's this podcast that i'm doing or my soccer stuff that i'm doing there's always people there that that have your back 100 and those are the other people that you want to keep in your life yes sir um i have a question yep didn't you say you had eight yeah eighth one is right here oh <laughs> I ran out of space. Okay. So yeah, if I would have put it over here, then the water would have destroyed Listen, it. Listen, that was but, an accident. Yeah. So, <laughs> sometimes I go the other way. Like Greeks did when we started writing. That's what Arabs they do. Yeah, they go We the write other backwards. Way. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yes, sir. But that wasn't backwards. I just put it on the It's page. backwards. Okay. Um, <laughs> someone that challenges you. <laughs> right here. <laughs> so yeah, those people that um that are always gonna question you, but in the correct way. Not <laughs> correct you or or challenge you in a negative way they're just gonna say hey okay so you got a podcast but you're still and i get it a lot so i appreciate you guys the ums and the ands can we work on that the mic issues the mic issues every time i talk sometimes <laughs> i catch myself there was one podcast i counted like 50 you know what i'm saying you know what i mean really yes wow and some people are tuned into that and i appreciate you that's crazy because they're challenging me to become better at this craft they i feel like i'm so accustomed to the way you speak that it just like goes over my head because a lot of a lot of times it's just we're starting to build that rapport right so you already know after every sentence you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> now i'm talking about um <laughs> but you're... it's me working on my craft listening to those challenges hey need to get better hey need to take your time hey you kind of rushed through that uh through that point you were making if you paused it would have been more impactful mm -hmm. so I little like things that. like that yeah, and then not only that, that but i started following this other guy man and he is just so commanding he is absolutely fantastic and i've just listened to his content i'm like wow because I, i have the gift mm -hmm. Now I have to master the craft. Yeah. You know, so people that challenge you don't have to be a person like Ish that will challenge me. It could be somebody that you don't even know. Yeah, that's true. That can take upon that 
to challenge you to get better and better and better. Because strangers want good for you too. Yeah. You know what comes um, when you said change earlier? A song came to my head. What song? People change, seasons change. You weren't even born. What is that? The group was called. It's either the group was either called Expose or the Cover Girls. One of those two. <laughs> All my eighties, you know, we'll be doing out here freestyling. <laughs> probably your mom knows. Maybe. Yeah. She People does. change, seasons change. Then and then tomorrow, I'll have you here today. Just to have you here today. <laughs> the album Skin is no. coming soon. But no, listen. Those eight things that we just talked about. It doesn't go one way. So I want you to understand that, yeah, we said these eight things, but I want you to understand and write it down on a piece of paper and say, who am I to, to my friends? How do I mm-hmm. fall? Where, where, where's my power, right? And which one of those eights do I bring to the table? You know what I mean? It doesn't have to know. be all eight of them, obviously, yeah. but it could th- be This conversation as a whole, though, is not, you know, to attack. No. people who are not like this and don't have these characteristics but more of an opportunity to reflect on yourself and the kind of friend that you are you know what good do you present to your friendship what negative do you present to your friendship what can you take away from this conversation why is oscar laughing all the time friends <laughs> how many others have them friends see it's just songs just pop into my head oh you saw the saw the lunch table <laughs> Ah, yeah. <laughs> Get him. She was dancing earlier because she got the stripper pole coming, it's y'all. Not, it's a barbell, people. <laughs> Magic Mike. I'm about to be squatting tonight. <laughs> After she eats, though. Yes. But no, you're absolutely right. So just remember the, those eight things that we kind of look for in, in friendship mm-hmm. or whatever you, you, you want to look. It doesn't have to be this eight. It's just these eight I came across. Um, but it really gave me perspective, you know, like I said, my, my circle is really small. And unfortunately, throughout the years, it just gets smaller and smaller. Because That's not unfortunate, though. I yeah, think, you know I what? Think it's, a, right. it's a lovely thing. I think we said that before, too. Yeah, we definitely it's, have. It's awesome when I can just unwind on my own and laugh on my own. I laugh. If there was a camera following me, <laughs> they would be like, yo, there's something wrong with this man. <laughs> Why is he laughing? Why is he smiling by himself? I can be in the car, dead silence, listening to a song, triggers my memory, and I just start cracking up. I'm in the car talking to myself. Yeah, that's nice. That's good stuff. And sometimes I start thinking about those shows that have like hidden cameras, and I'm like, damn, what if somebody's playing a prank on me and they're recording me right now? Yeah. Crazy as hell. You're talking about like a punk? Yes, like shit punk. like that. I be having weird thoughts. Don't judge me. That's all right. It's cool. Nobody needs to judge you. <laughs> No. You're judging me right now How? in your head. I no, just not. know it. I was still looking at which dot am I looking at. You know, I don't know if it's Here the gray dot or the black dot. Oscar, really? Yeah. Straight. Oscar still doesn't Yo, know this, where the camera is. This place is getting out of control. We got muscle milk strip. <laughs> Waterfalls. We got, we got I need food. Tampons. We got to hurry up. No, we got it. Guys, thank you. <laughs> you see how serious we get? Yeah, yeah serious. Oh, yeah. But remember, check your friends. Look at your friends, look at your surroundings. Maybe it's time to look in the mirror and say, have I outgrown someone? Uh, has somebody outgrown me? That's exactly right? what I was going to say. Because it goes both ways. Yes, so sir. just give some perspective, give some thought. That's all we hear. Listen, we're not professionals. We're just Isha Skane 
to experiencing life. That's all it is, man. That And that's all it is. And we love to share these conversations. Hopefully our mics are uh, working and I don't have to scream and project, which I was in the last episode. Yeah, we need a whole new laptop. But we go, we go. Baby step. Step by step. Day by yeah, day. Yeah, baby. No. <laughs> that was... Uh, that wasn't Backstreet Boys. Who was that? <laughs> step by I was step. thinking of some show. That was, um... Step by step. Oh, New Kids day. on the Block. No. Step by step. Yeah, baby. I'm thinking of a show. Now um, I gotta find it. Did age, you get Oscar? Age Gap. Gen X. <sighs> no, but this is an old show. Step by uh, step. Day by day. Oh, I gotta look this up. My joint got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so let's close it out professionally, everybody. All right, let's go. Let's do this. So guys, thing. please check your friends. And check see yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Because, you see, that's another song. Guys. Enough with the music. Enough with the music. Friendships. <laughs> they're valuable. We need them. Um, if you have, Sometimes. Yep. But it's good to have one or two people that you can truly call a friend. Or home. Or home. Yeah. Oh, like you mean like. Home is where the heart is. Okay. I like that. I don't know how the connection of home and friendship. <laughs> because that's another thirty. If minute you have talk somebody now. you're close to, you'd be like, mm-hmm. I feel at home with you. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Stupid. Hello. I'm hungry too. So, nah, don't even do that. No, I am actually. Because I didn't have anything. I can't. now you want to blame food. I, I had a sandwich for your behavior. <laughs> for my behavior. For my shenanigans, guys. Thank you for listening and tuning in. If you're watching through YouTube, thank you so much. If you're listening to. Uh, through uh, Spotify or Amazon Music, we uh, are in your gratitude. You like that? I don't know if that made sense. No, we are in your gratitude. <clears throat> We're showing your being. If grateful. anyone wants to donate a Webster dictionary to our podcast, we'd greatly appreciate it because we're constantly making up words. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to public phrases. <laughs> Shout out to public education. Yeah. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much. We are always uh, grateful for you tuning in. The way you tune in, we surely appreciate it. Always. Hit him with the last words. And of course, the jam. Here we go with today's jam. Some people we just outgrow. Relationships might end with no real explanation as to why. And when that happens, respect the shift. Honor the growth and understand that not all roots can stay planted in the same soil forever. That was nice. Thank you. For real, that was good. Guys, yep, words to listen, play them again, rewind it, play it again, play it again, play it again. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing this space with me, guys. Thank you so much. Have a tremendous week. Enjoy your vacation. Thank you. Thank you, Skeen. (laughs) We'll see you next time, guys. Take care. Peace. Peace. What's up, guys? It's your boy Skeen from Talking to Aisha Skeen Podcast to let you know that I have convinced Aisha, <laughs> Aisha, to lace up those sneakers and come train with us. So join us for the most exciting 5K training program of the year. The Big Run 5K training program is presented by Brooks, Michelob Ultra, and our friends at Fleet Feet. This 5K training program will have you ready to conquer 3.1 miles just in time for the big run on Global Running Day, which will take place June 7th, 2023. Chase down personal goals, make new friends, and cross the finish line with plenty of smiles and high fives along the way. 
Sign up today, guys. Go to thebigrun.fleetbeat.com. All participants will receive a shirt, exclusive demos, samples, and giveaways, finisher prizes, and much more. So once again, the Big Run 5K training program presented by Brooks, Michelob Ultra, and our friends at Fleet Feet. Sign up today. We'll see you out there. Believe me, we will cross the finish line together. Take care, guys. Peace.